right, guys, what's going on? Did y'all miss me? It's your boy Los, aka LurkGang43, on all my social media platforms. And if you want to on Xbox, you can add me on there. Maybe we can hang out and play some stuff there. Uh, I had this episode, episode two, of course. It's going to be titled Let's Talk Football because that's what we're going to be doing today, guys. We're going to be talking a little bit of football. A lot of stuff has happened in the last two weeks. And we're going to go into detail about it just a little bit. Along with, um, I'm going to uh, talk with you guys about the games this week and my picks for those games because I do do a little gambling on the side. I don't, you know, don't want to call it like that, you know, but I do bet on the games. You know, it's a little uh, extra source of income for me, you know, and I have fun with it. Gamble at your own risk, guys. Don't let it get out of hand, though. I do it, you know, and I love doing it. Sometimes it can get out of hand. Gamble at your own risk. I mainly use uh, DraftKings. That's one place that I use. And I also use FanDuel. Those are the two main apps and sites that I use to put up. You know, I try not to go over $100 in bets. I, I budget myself out and I make little parlays and stuff like that. I've hit on a few. But most of the time, I, <laughs> I can't speak about it. Okay, I've lost a lot more than I've won, guys, honestly. But uh, like I said, I w this uh, this episode was I was gonna do it last week, but uh, I got a little busy and I'm uh, I'm recovering. I, I got a little sick, so if you hear me cough here and now and again, don't don't be preoccupied. And it's not the COVID. Trust me, it's not the COVID uh, or anything. By the way, what happened to COVID? It's like disappeared all of a sudden. Same thing with monkeypox. You don't hear nothing about that shit anymore. But I, I digress. That's not what I'm I'm here talking about, guys. Um. Let's go to what it's about, man. Let's talk football, guys. As you all know, I'm a big, big football fan, American football. Don't get it confused, you know, with my, my Latin Americans, if you listen to me, about football, you know. I'm not too much of a soccer head, but uh, American football, guys, it's a, it's a passion of mine. I watch every game. I'm, I'm obsessed with it, you know. And uh, I love it. I love every aspect of it. And uh, But uh, let's get started, guys. Let's get started. So we're going to go through all the games, um, who, I, who I have winning, why I picked them. So let's start with, uh, let's see, I wrote it down. I have a notebook. I, I write all this stuff down, guys. Like, I'm so detailed about this. It's When I tell you that I'm obsessed with football, I'm not joking here right now. So if you hear me rumble through some papers... Is because I'm going through my notebook and all my notes and whatnot. But I'm going to start with the uh, Los Angeles Rams and San Francisco 49ers game, guys. I'm going to take the Rams at plus one and a half to win that game. And why, you might be asking. We saw with, you know, the first week when the Rams played the Bengals. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Not the Bengals, the Bills. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a whole nother. I'm, I'm looking at my notes and I'm trying to think at the same time. I'm thinking about the Super Bowl. But we saw them play the Bills, and the Bills just mollywopped them. They just mollywopped them. And uh, the defense did not look good. The offense, they came and answered in the beginning with that touchdown. But after that, they got they stalled out. They just stalled out. But um, this, this last week, the Rams' defense started getting better. You saw that. Uh, you know, Bobby Wagner's paying off in the middle now. And, of course, Aaron Donald, who's one of my personal favorites, is coming up big. He always he always has a big play in these games, and they're getting the defense together. And I think with uh, 
the Rams offense, I think, uh, you know, with Cooper Cup and Robinson and all these guys, if they could get a, a somewhat of a running game going, I think, you know, they'll be they'll be a, a decent team down the road and a playoff team. And the 49ers, I just how much can you trust Jimmy G? That's my my I feel so bad that they lose Trey Lance so early in the season and now can you imagine if they had tra- Oh shit. Could you imagine if they had traded him away? And now who's their backup? I don't even know who their backup is. That would have been a bad situation, guys, honestly. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams on that for that one. Uh, next on my list, I got Arizona versus the Cardinals. Got uh, versus the Carolina Panthers. And um, this might this is probably gonna be wrong, but I'm taking the Panthers in this game, guys. At uh, minus one and a half, I think they're they're gonna win this one. And for some reason, guys, I don't know. What's wrong with the Arizona Cardinals? What is wrong with them? They gave Kyler all that money. They, they obviously picked them to be their quarterback of the future. But I just don't see it this year. I do not see it this year. There's something going on there. Um, I don't know if it's schematics or if it's they just the turnover of personnel. James Connors hurt, so they don't have him at running back. The defense doesn't really look as good. I don't, I don't know what's going on, guys. But uh, we'll see. But I got the Carolina Panthers for some reason. I just I feel like they, they can do it. I think they can do it. Next up, uh, you got Jesus. This this game is uh, close to home here, guys. This is the New York Jets versus my Pittsburgh Steelers. And even though I have the, the Steelers are home favorites by three, by minus three points, I picked them to win the game. But for some reason... I have that feeling this is a trap game, and this, unfortunately, is a must-win for my Pittsburgh Steelers. They, the offense the last two weeks has been atrocious. Atrocious and pitiful under Matt Canada. And, uh, you know, I just don't trust it. I don't. I, and last week's game against the Browns, once we, st- we started answering them touchdown for touchdown, I was like, okay, we got a game in our hands, but... They just keep going three and out after three and out after three and out. And that tired the defense, and they just ran Chubb over us. And that was the end of it. That's all she wrote, guys. So I, I'm taking the Steelers to win at home by three. But I still have my reservations, and I don't trust them. I don't trust that Steelers offense. If it continues the same way, they just, uh, I would want them to start Kenny Pickett. But if the coordinator's the problem, what would be the point? You know? But let's move on, guys. Next, it's Chicago versus the New York Giants. I have the Giants winning. I'm not going to go deep into this one because Chicago Chicago does not have an offense. I'm going to take the Giants on this one, minus three, all because of one man and one man alone. That's Saquon Bar- uh, Barkley. I think if they get him going, he's just going to run all over the Chicago defense because they're just... They're not the same defense anymore, guys, unfortunately. Next, on my list, I got Kansas City versus Tampa Bay, guys. And listen, this is the lowest point differential of the games of all this week. They're only, and I'm taking the Chiefs at plus one, guys, by one point. One point. And why are they low? So are, you, are you crazy? 
why why the Chiefs? Why not Tampa Bay and, and Tom Brady? Don't bet against Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not himself this year, guys. He has yet to score over 20 points on offense with his team this year. He hasn't been. Whatever he's got going on at home, it is affecting him bad because he is not himself. He's breaking tablets on the sideline, you know, and he's frustrated. He can't. The, the Tampa Bay's defense is amazing, which is why I'm guessing, you know, the odds makers made this a one point game or predicting that it's only going to be a one point game. And the Chiefs' offense is just the Chiefs' offense. They're going to put points up. You know, no matter how many points they're going to put up, I just believe they're just going to. They're gonna they're gonna have at least one more point more than Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay's defense is amazing. They're great on defense, which might stymie the Chiefs a little bit. But um, I just don't see it with Tom Brady playing the way that he is. I don't can he for them to win this game, the Buccaneers. I'm speaking of for them to beat the Chiefs, they will have to match point for point with Pat Mahomes and that offense. They're just gonna have to. There's no way. You know, there's no way. If they can't keep up with them, they just, they're going to lose this game. They're going to lose this game outright. All right, let's move on, guys, to Washington at Dallas. I'm going to take the Cowboys at a uh, minus three. And why? Because the Commanders, they can't pass block whatsoever. And Micah Parsons, as I said earlier, I love a defensive player. And Micah Parsons, he's that guy. I, I know it's the Cowboys and, you know, and whatever, but Micah Parsons is a dog. That they, they have players on that defense, other good players on that Cowboys defense, but Micah Parsons just stands out. As Skip Bayless likes to call him 11 from heaven, if they make the playoffs, it'll be because of him. And who know, who know, you know what, guys, and if you uh, – if you get in contact with me, let me know how you feel. If you've been watching the games with uh, Cooper Rush, is there a quarterback controversy going on in Dallas? You know, I mean, you know, they paid Dak all the money, but Cooper Rush, he seems to be getting, you know, getting the gist of it. He's out there balling. I'm not going to lie, you know. But uh, we'll see. But I got I got the Cowboys winning this one. Plus, my, minus three. Who knows? Who knows what that defense is probably going to do. But they're not going to block. The commanders have no way of blocking uh, Micah Parsons. There's no way that they're going to be able to keep him in check. And with Demarcus Lawrence on the other side. And all these other guys on the defense. I mean, I mean, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. Next, it's uh, Seattle versus Detroit. I'm going to take the Lions at minus four here, guys. Even though I saw the injury list. They're not going to have DeAndre Swift playing, and Amon Ross St. Brown is out. But they still have Jamal Williams running the ball. And despite it, Jared Goff has been playing really well. They, he's been, he's, I've, I've been impressed. I watched the, the Lions' first two games, and I've been pretty impressed, guys. So, <coughs> excuse me. You know, and their defense is oh, Aiden Hutchinson. If you guys look up Aiden Hutchinson's Lions uh, highlights, you will not be, you know, disappointed. No wonder they took him. No wonder. He is amazing. Tremendous. He is tremendous, okay? So, uh, let's move on right there, guys. Next, we have Tennessee at Indianapolis, guys. Ah, this was a tough one for me because the Titans have... Not shown up to being like they were last year. They were the number one seed last year. 
and they're not showing it this year. And the only reason I picked the Titans at three and a half, plus three and a half, is because again, there's not gonna be a Darius Leonard for the Colts again at middle linebacker. He's by far their best defensive player. So, uh, and he covers the middle. He's on the he's in middle linebacker. He covers the middle. So if I'm the Titans, I'm I'm using Derrick Henry and running up the middle. And the Titans actually lost their starting left tackle for the season, guys. Taylor Lewan. So and Tannehill, I'm not impressed with Tannehill anymore. You know, I was once upon a time, but this season he's just uh he's not showing me. He's not showing me anything. So I'm kinda like off of I'm off of him right now. Uh next we're gonna go into New England versus Green Bay. And this is the biggest point differential guys of the weekend and i'm taking the packers at minus nine and a half point basically 10 points they're saying the packers are going to win by 10 points guys and i understand why not only is the packers defense very very good i'm going to say top top i'm going to put them in the top 10 they're going to be in the top 10 of defenses but um mac jones from what I saw earlier, he's out. So, New England doesn't have their starting quarterback. So, longtime veteran Brian Hoare is going to come in and play against that defense. And I don't I don't see him being able to get past that defense. And Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers things on the other side of the ball. So, maybe they were right. Maybe these odd makers were right putting this as a, basically a 10-point game. They might just be on the dot because... Let, I'm not going to sit here and you're not going to tell me that Brian Hoyer has the talent equivalent to Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's the stupidest fucking thing you can sit here and tell me. So don't don't sit here, oh, there's a chance. Shut the fuck up. No, there's no. There's none. There's none. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> okay? Next up, uh, the Cleveland Browns head down to Atlanta. And I'm going to take the Browns on this one, guys. They're uh, minus one and a half. I'm going to take the Browns here. And there's a simple thing that they have to do, and that's run the ball with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's all they really have to do. They tort- they That's what they did to the Steelers, to my Steelers. They ran it, ran it, just ran it. So that's all they really have to do to this defense. And Atlanta, you know, unfortunately, Atlanta is, again, going to be at the bottom of the heap. But who knows? Who knows, guys? Next... This one was a, a tricky one. Um, the L.A. Chargers versus the Houston Texans. I took the Chargers at minus five and a half. But I'm a little worried, guys. I am a little worried because injuries are starting to mount up on this team. On both sides of the ball. And so Joey Bosa just went on IR. Rashawn's other, uh, their starting tackle, or is he a guard? I'm not sure. I think he's a tackle. Slater, he's on IR as well. And, you know, Justin Herbert got broke his fucking ribs. And they got demolished by the freaking Jaguars of all teams, 31-10 to 10 last week. So I'm a little, I, I picked them to win the game, you know. But I am a little worried that the injuries are going to mount up. Well, that they are mounting up, you know, and ah, you're risking Justin Herbert to get out there and get hurt even more, guys. 
you I hope you're block I hope you block good because Houston Houston has a defense that'll sneak up on you sometimes. I've seen it before. They could be the worst team in the NFL, but their defense will they'll, they'll have days where their def any given Sunday. You know what I mean? Any given Sunday is the motto. But they they have a defense that can bite you in the ass if you let them. And if they don't block for Justin Herbert. And he's already hurt, and they don't block, and he starts getting hit. How many hits is this kid going to take? You know? So that's the only thing that worries me about the Chargers, man. There are injuries to major players. It's not like it's, you know. And I think Keenan Allen is also out, too. So they're out their best freaking receiver. Their quarterback's hurt. The, 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 their main pass rush is hurt, and, and their key blocker is hurt. Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, man, that's a tough one. But I, st- I, st- I still have them winning this game. I still have them winning this game. Uh, next up, Minnesota versus New Orleans, guys. I have the Vikings winning this one, okay? And you know why I have the Vikings winning? Because I just found out that Andy Dalton is going to be starting for the New Orleans Saints. So, no Jameis Winston. Jameis has been benched. And they're starting the, the Red Rifle, guys. So he gets another notch at, and there's no Michael Thomas again. He's, I don't know what's up with him, man. He just stays hurt. The wide receiver for the Saints, he just cannot stay on the field, man. And me and my friends, you know, we always say, you know, the best ability is availability. You know, so you're not on the field. How can how can you help my how can you help the team win if you're not available? And Michael Thomas just has not been available, and now you're starting Andy Dalton. Against Minnesota, whose defense is good. And I just, I got Justin Jefferson feasting on this, guys. He's become a staple now. He's become a great wide receiver. And I just don't see how they win this game with Andy Dalton. Uh, The the Saints. I don't see the Saints winning with Andy Dalton throwing the football. Next, guys, we got uh, Denver at Las Vegas. Let Let me touch a little bit on this game. Because I kept watching everywhere, and everybody was saying, on you know, online, on Twitter, and everywhere that you talk football, that the Las Vegas Raiders was, was the team to watch to win the AFC West. That this was the team with, with the additions of Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams, and that, you know, Carr was going to have his best season yet under Josh McDaniels. And look at them. 0-3. Shut the fuck up. I told you, I said it before, the best opportunity that the Raiders had to win this division was when the Broncos did not have a quarterback, even though, even though Russell Wilson has not, you know, has disappointed me so far to this season. He has disappointed me with his play this year. Um, The Raiders' best shot was when, there was that carousel of quarterbacks going through Denver. Alex Smith was still starting for the Chiefs, you know, and Mahomes was a rookie, even though he was tremendous already. But Mahomes was still a rookie, and you could have still gotten a leg up on him. Um, old Philip Rivers was still in charge of the Chargers, okay? Old man Rivers was still there, and he was not producing like he, he, once, he once was. You, that was the time. That was the time for the Raiders to take that division 
and win it and do whatever it is you could. But that's long gone. And these people want to sit here and say the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders. Well, look at them now. They're 0-3 and potentially about to be 0-4 because I have the Broncos winning this game at plus 2.5. Why? Because that Broncos defense is legit. Patrick Satan is legit. Bradley Chubb is legit. Their defense is something serious. Okay? And the Raiders, the Raiders, listen, and Devontae Adams is one of the best. He's top three receiver in the league. But they have done nothing. The Raiders have done nothing with the top one of the top three receivers in the league. They have done absolutely nothing, guys. And for the people that kept telling me the Raiders are gonna win the AFC what shut it up already. Shut it up. It's not happening. It's not happening, guys. And I know it's only week four and all we could change down the scene, but for right now, it's not happening, you guys. It's simply not happening. Okay? Next up, and they impressed me last week with their victory. Um, is Jacksonville at Philadelphia, you know, and this is, I think this is the second, yes, this is the second largest points differential, and I have the Eagles winning at minus six and a half at home, let's be honest, guys, so far through three weeks, the Eagles look unbeatable, their defense is playing lights out, that you can't run on the Eagles defense, have you seen them? Have you seen their run defense? That guy from Georgia, Jordan R. Davis, the big guy? Have mercy. Have mercy. No person that big should move that fast. No one. But their run defense, their, uh, their, their, their pass rush, everything is great. They're great. And on offense, Jalen Hurts and these wide receivers and these running backs, man, they're killer. They are killer right now, and they just simply look unbeatable, and they're the last remaining undefeated team in the league. But who knows? Maybe the maybe the, the Jacksonville pulls off another one. Like because I picked the Chargers last week to beat the, the the Jaguars, and they went out there and just ran over the Chargers. The the, the Jaguars did, you know. But I do have the Eagles winning this one by six and a half. Six and a half points. And now, guys, now, what I picked as my game of the week. Well, this one should be great. Should be great. Buffalo versus Baltimore. To me, this is the battle of the MVP quarterbacks, guys. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Two of the very best. Two of the very best in the league right now. Okay, and Buffalo has been has sustained some injuries on defense. No Micah Hyde. I don't know about Jordan Poyer and Jordan Phillips in the middle of that line. I think has been ruled out. But it's not about their defense. It's about Josh Allen, and that's why I have the Bills winning this game at minus three and a half. And for one reason, it's gonna come. It's gonna be a shootout. But I think the Bills are going to get the upper hand. And for one reason only, for some reason, guys. For some reason. I don't know why. What's up with the Ravens? That defense is not showing me anything for some reason. 
I don't know what it's what's and it's mainly the secondary is worrying me, guys. I know you got a rookie in Kyle Hamilton back there, but you have Humphrey and you got Peters, you know, as your corners. And if you saw that Miami game, there was a lot of miscommunication. Like what's going on? What is going on? I, I'm worried that, that Ravens defense is worrying me. Especially that secondary. Especially that secondary. Because look at that Miami game. At one point, they were up 42-14. to 14. At one point, nobody was watching that game because it was over. And then the Dolphins just come back and win that game. It was outrageous. It was outrageous. And when I watched the, and I watched the film of that game again, guys, I couldn't believe what I was watching. A total breakdown and meltdown of the Ravens' defense. Uncharacteristic of the Ravens' defense to be like that. Uncharacteristic. You don't ever see a Ravens' defense unless it gets hammered by injuries like it did a year ago. You don't see that the Ravens' defense fall apart like that, especially with a lead like that, especially with Lamar Jackson at quarterback, playing the way that he's playing at an MVP caliber level. That does not happen, and I witness it happen. Complete and utter meltdown. Unbelievable. So that's why I picked the Bills to win that game, guys. Because that's that secondary worries me. And if you've seen the Bills play offense, good luck. Good luck. That Gabriel Davis and then Diggs on the other side and the tight ends. Good luck, guys. It's a track meet. It's a track meet. But that's my game of the week. Uh, besides the Steelers game, this will probably be the game that I watch. Even though I watch every other game, those two games are probably the main ones that I watch that I'm really excited for to see. One, for my Steelers to actually do something on offense so that I have something to cheer about. And um, two, because this Baltimore and, 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 and Buffalo game is going to be great. I have that feeling it's going to be great, but I got the Bills winning. I have them at minus three on the betting board, guys. But, yeah, guys, those are my uh, picks of the week. And like I said, I mainly do it, uh, any of my betting on FanDuel and DraftKings. Those are the best places to go, you know. But uh, let's go on to my next topic, which will be my final topic of the night, guys. Oh, shit, again. Fuck my damn microphone, guys. I'm sorry. And, um. If you have been following any football this year, so last week, the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills faced off in Miami, and there was a play in which, again, this is still last week, there was a play in which um, Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa was taken down on the tackle, and... I keep watching the video. I've watched both videos of both injuries, guys. The first one in Miami, he has a concussion. He staggers to get up. His offensive linemen have to help him up. He walks, and then he falls down, basically. He has a concussion. He doesn't know where he is. Okay? And they ruled it that day as a neck. I think it was a back. And an ankle injury. A back and an ankle injury, guys. But 
this man doesn't know where he's at. He clearly has a concussion, guys. Clearly has a concussion. And so then, last night on Thursday Night Football, it was the Miami Dolphins playing up against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And I, this play is just horrible to watch, guys. So it's it happened around the... Uh, in the second quarter, um, the play breaks down for the uh, Miami Dolphins are on offense, and the play breaks down, and number 68 for the Bengals comes in and gets the sack on Tua, and he slams him down. His head bounces off the ground, guys, and his hands started seizing up, and it, it's horrifying to watch. Clearly, it's horrifying to watch. Whoever cleared this man to play, and thank God he's all right. Everything has come back, and they're saying that he's all right, and everything's okay with him. You know, prayers up for Tua, man. He's a hell of a hell of a warrior to be coming back from this, man. I, I can't stop watching it because I can't believe what I'm watching. I cannot believe. They, they could have killed this man. This man could have lost his life on the field. So whoever... For them to the for the dolphins to sit, to sit there and clear uh, medically clear this guy to play a football game that Thursday after they had just played and he suffered a concussion on Sunday for them to clear say that he's fine and for him to to, to, to clear him to play that Thursday while I, he has a concussion is irresponsible. They could have killed this man. This man could have lost his life. Look at him. His fingers are all contorted. Oh my. I keep watching this video, guys. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. And the, 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 the things surrounding the Dolphins lately, it's, it, it's ridiculous. First with the tampering with Tom Brady. Well, no, not even the tampering with Tom Brady. First, the whole thing with Brian Flores being paid $100,000 to tank each game so that they could draft Tua. That was the first thing. Then, the tampering with Tom Brady so that he could come over from Tampa Bay and play uh, uh, quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. And now you have this shit where you risk this young man's life. Like, those medical doctors, something has to happen. You know, and I keep reading articles and keep reading stuff that they say that he did not show any medical signs of a concussion throughout the week. It was four days. Four days, man. I would not have played this kid. If I saw the, the way that he got up, I look over that video on, on Sunday, or the way he got up, from that Buffalo Bill game, that Buffalo Bills game, and the way that he stumbled, he has a, he has a concussion. He has a concussion right there. He would not have played if I was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He would not have played. He would not have played. I would have started Teddy Bridgewater that day, that last night, on Thursday Night Football, and we would have moved forward. Because I cannot put him at risk. I don't care what the doctors say. Yes, yes, he's medically clear. Whatever, whatever. From what I saw, I would not have let him play. I, I couldn't have. I couldn't have. You know what I mean? So now they've potentially lost their starting quarterback for the year. 
potentially because I I couldn't put him back in. I I as a head coach would not have the balls to put my court that Tua back in the game to quarterback my team. Not like no, absolutely not. I'm gonna take the slap on the wrist and I'm gonna have to play Teddy Bridgewater the rest of the year. I'm gonna have to play t- you know Teddy two gloves because it's it's too big of a risk and if he's the future of my franchise which to the to the to till last night guys till Thursday night the dolphins were on fire i alluded to it earlier when they beat the the, the baltimore ravens you know when they beat new england at the beginning of the season they were on a roll with jalen waddle tyree kill mike gasecki at tight end and the plethora of running backs, Mostert and Edmonds, and that de- that d- Dolphins defense, Brian Flores might not be there, but that Dolphins defense is another another team of, that is legit. But I don't I don't see them playing Tua again this season, guys. I would not. I just would not. Even if they're like, oh, and then. Three months, he should be cleared to play. I'm, I'm still not. I'm putting him on injured reserve for the rest of the year, and I'm letting him recover, and better luck next year, guys. Better luck next year. Because I just, I as a head coach, my this is myself speaking, I would not start Teddy. Uh, Teddy. I would not start Tua again. I just couldn't. I couldn't. That man almost died. That man almost died, and you can't risk a person's life like that. You cannot, and I, and I know that the NFL has done its research and its advanced its technology to protect, you know, players from concussions and whatnot. But he suffered two concussions in a matter of four days, guys. No, absolutely not. This no, they need to fix that shit. They need to fix the way of how they, you know, the the, the concussion protocol. Well, whatever it is. It has to do better. It has to do better because this kid clearly has a concussion. I'm sitting here watching the video from the Bills and, and Dolphins game, guys. The way he got up, that's not a back. I mean, it could possibly be a back injury, but that's that's more than just a back and an ankle injury, guys. It's more than a back and for them to say that and to be like, oh, he's fine, he's fine. You're you force this kid into this game. And now look at the situation. Now he's done. He's done. And I, you know something? And I would not be mad at Tua if he decides, like, this is it. I can't do this anymore. I would not be mad at him if he decided to completely just retire. Because what's the point that, and, you know, and I'm going to allude to um, Shannon Sharp this morning on uh, Undisputed. He said there's two lives for a football player. There's the football life and there's your after football life. And he said that he would you would hope that your actual life, your your after football life, lasts longer than your football life. And he is completely one hundred percent correct on that, guys. Honestly, one hundred percent, Uncle Sharp, one hundred percent. You that he almost died, guys. He could have died the way. And then the hit and the Bengals game, his head bounced right off the ground like a fucking ball. And he's just sitting there, his hands are contorted, 
Oh man, I can't, I can't believe it. I, oh man, it's horrible, guys. It's horrible. It's horrible. You can't do that. You can't risk this, man. And I know that it's football. It's full contact. And every time you step on that field, you're risking something. But he already had this concussion. He already had one. And you cleared him to play, and now he's out. Oh, it's just a horrible hit, guys. It's just a horrible hit. Oh, I can't keep watching it. I cannot keep watching it. But, uh, yeah, guys, those are my feelings on Tua's injury and the way that it was handled. It's just... None of it, none of it was good, guys. I don't, I don't, I can't say anything positive about it. None of it was good. They didn't handle it well. And now the poor guy, who knows what's going to happen now. Who knows? But like I said, I would not play him again. I would not play him again for the rest of the season, guys. I would not play him again. But uh, I'm going to call it in, guys, you know. Those were my thoughts. Those were my picks for the games of the week. Um. You know, like I said, if you're into it, FanDuel, DraftKings, those are the places you can go. May try to win a little bit of money, guys. You know, I do it. So can you, but just uh, try not to get addicted to it, man. Addiction is real. But uh, my addiction topic, that's for another day on the podcast, guys. But I hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Pass it on. You know, uh, like I said, I, you can listen to me on Anchor. That's where I create most of my stuff and on Spotify as well, guys. And if you want to look me up, I'm on uh, social media. I'm on Twitter, uh, LurkGang43. All of it, that's all my all my social media is LurkGang43. That's where you can look me at. You can look find me on Spotify, The Tremendous Podcast. Same thing on Anchor, The Tremendous Podcast. So uh, thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Stay safe. Much love, peace, and blessings, guys. Take it easy.